The glorious Brahma next evolved from his sloth, the ghosts and friends, fiends, fiends. But he closed his eyes when he saw them stand naked with their hair scattered. Different living entities are coming out from Lord Brahma. Some are civilized, some are uncivilized, some are good, some are bad. So now Lord Brahma himself cannot see what are coming out from his own body. So he is the same now in closing his eyes. Ghosts and mischievous hobgoblins are also the creation of Brahma. They are not false. All of them are meant for putting the conditioned soul into various miseries. They are understood to be the creation of Brahma under the direction of the Supreme Lord. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Salataya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manovavistan Sthapitam Ena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayin Tadati Swapadantikam Bandeham Sri Guru Sri Uta Padakamalam Sri Guru Nvishbanshtabamsa Sri Rupam Sagajatan Sahagana Raghunathan Bitam Tamsa Jeeva Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Vitamsa He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Nostati Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Baneswari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripi 
वाचा कौपतरुवृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअदाधर श्रीवास गौरभक्तु हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे ब्रह्मा इज मेन्सन हियर एज ए ग्लोरियस बिकॉज ही इज Why he is very glorious? Uh, he is doing a great job. A big responsibility is entrusted upon him by the Supreme Lord, Sri Krishna, who is like a little baby dancing in Brindavan forest. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari. All glories to the beloved personality of Radha Madhav, who is enjoying performing his pastime in Kunja in the forest of Vrindavan. Gopi Jana Ballava Giri Bharadhari, and his very dear personality, dear beloved lover of Gopi Jana, all the cowherd uh, damsel girls from Vrindavan. people always talk that krishna is enjoying with gopis he has many many wives he has a beautiful loving life but besides that what he does he bear the burden of the govardhana girivara dhari he hold that big mountain if one has that potency to do then he can enjoy with the gopis go ahead and do it If you have that power, Yasoda, Nandana, Brajajana, Ranjana, and he is the beloved son of Mother Yasoda, and very dear person of whole Brajavasis, Brajajana, means the residence of Brindavan. Braja is very Ranjana, very dear, pure. I mean, loving, darling of all those peoples. यशोदानंदन ब्रजजनन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुना तीरा बनचारी एंड ही वेयर ही ड्वेल्स ही गोज टू द यमुना मदर रिदर रिवर यमुना एंड द इन द फॉरेस्ट ही ड्वेल्स प्लेज टेन काउज प्लेज विद हिज फ्रेंड्स एंड डूइंग सो मच पास टाइम्स समटाइम चेस्टाइजिंग कालिया नाग सर्पेंट हु इज Vomiting poison and all the cows cannot go to the water because of the poisonous water, and also it is affecting everybody. So Krishna is always always glorious all the time at any circumstances at anywhere. He steals water, but he is worshipped as a makanchor. If we steal something, we will be ended up in a prison house. We cannot be worshipped for what we do something mischievous at all. Misdemeanor, but Krishna is worshipped as a makhanchor. He is a thief, butter thief. 
And sometimes he stills the heart, butter-like heart of the devotees. When one is very soft and kind enough, purified by chanting the holy name, he is ready, completely detached from the material world. Amanitvam adam bhittvam. In Bhagavad Gita chapter 13, Krishna explains all the knowledge and what is ignorance, what is knowledge, he has clearly explained from chapter 8 to 13 in chapter 13. Let me go ahead and find that one for all of us. Amanitvam adam vittvam ahimsam shantir arjavam macharyo upasanam saucham sthairyam atma vinigraha indriyarthesu vairagyam anahankara evacha janma mrityu jaravyadi dokkhadosan darsanam asaktir anaviswanga putradara vihadisu nityam cha samachitvatvam istanishto papatisu Mai Chananya Yogena Bhakti Abhya Vicharini Vivikta Desa Sevitvam Aratirjana Samsadi Adhyatma Gyanam Ityatvam Tattva Gyanartha Darsanam Etaj Gyanam Iti Proktam Agyanam Yadato Anyatha Very clearly in details everything Krishna has explain what is knowledge and what is ignorance. Many times people, when they hear about Bhagavad Gita, they immediately connect its connection to Eastern Hindu religion and they do not want to embrace the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita, which is uh, for all humanity. See, this definition comes under the broad explanation of the religion that does not limit within one sect, one society, one religion or something like that. Krishna is a supreme personality of Godhead and he only talks, he talks the benefit of all humanity, not for some geographical people. No, he doesn't do it like that. Humility, which religion do not embrace humility? Which religion or which faith Disagree with that someone has to be humble. Nobody. Pridelessness, non-violence, tolerance, simplicity. Approaching a bona fide spiritual master, this is important thing. Many people do not want to approach a spiritual master because they then think, I have to follow what my master says, my guru says. I do not want to be somebody's uh, instruction career or I do not want to follow someone for what instruct me but at the same time I like to have some knowledge from them but I remain independent yeah if we have such feeling in our heart then we are blocking ourselves to receive Krishna's blessing approaching a bona fide spiritual master is connecting us to that flow of the knowledge mercy is coming down from the spiritual, I mean, from supreme personality of God. And then we are lightening up, enlightened, and helps us understand more and more knowledge. Cleanliness, steadiness, self-control, renunciation of the objects of sense gratification. 
absence of false ego, the perception of the evil birth, death, old age and disease, one has to realize that this life is only four things we have here, birth, old age, disease and death. When I help people interpreting in my work, sometimes I have to stay whole session while in delivering baby. And I see them in a video very clearly. How the baby is come out, how he living inside in the home of mother, what is explained in Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam more explicitly. Exactly when you see that scene and the baby comes out and he starts breathing from his mouth, his lungs is not open yet. And the first thing he experiences is the pain, torture, and crying and then crying all the exceedingly crying, trying to survive in this material world. And surrounding people, they start thinking, wow, baby, come on, hi, hello, nice. And then that unfortunate soul forget about that Param Lakshya, Param Supreme Goal of the human life in this world. And he again, uh, he forgets the pain of the date of birth. But we have to realize, perceive that evil of birth, death, old age and disease. If we do not, if we ignore those things and then we try to enjoy here, then we miss the goal. That does not help us. Detachment, freedom from entanglement with children, wife, home and the rest. Normally, when we hear this, it does not mean that you should not have your family, children, anything. But, entanglement, there should be free from entanglement, unnecessary attachment from this, near family, kids, properties, everything, wealth. If we have them and utilize them in Krishna consciousness, and remain the relationship as long as we maintain our Krishna consciousness, that's fine. But if we embrace our family and we forget about Krishna and now we have everything good, so then that is that entangles us. Problem. Make us in deep problem. Even-mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events. It is very difficult to maintain this standard. We definitely, when there is a pleasant uh, moment, uh, we feel so happy. Oh yes, somebody is glorifying me, very nice. If something wrong happens, uh, mm, we feel down, depressed, and then so many problems, cloud in our face. Krishna always disclose, open his disclosure before one come to him. If are you really ready to come to me? Yes. If so, then you have to go through certain such conditions in your life. So many things may happen in your life. Sometimes people become may, very uh, mean to you. You may go through cold and heat and happiness and distress and so many things. If you are ready, go through all those situations, conditions. Yes, I will embrace you definitely. There will be a lot of tests in your life. How those tests come upon us? Through devotees. Because Krishna arranges in that way. 
if we tolerate those situations, and if something happened like that, we immediately should think, yes, Krishna wants me to purify through this devotee, through this person, through this condition. In this way, we do not become envious of our friend devotee, and we do not lose faith in Krishna, and we survive the challenge. Just like we survived the summer. Now it is very beautiful fall. Everybody enjoy day, morning, evening, and then phrase. But wait, after some time again, summer is going to come. It's not the end. One summer will not complete our life. So here Krishna is saying, pleasant in both, pleasant and unpleasant, even amid, even-mindedness in both situations. And constant and unalloyed devotion to me. Despite having all these situations, maintain your devotion unalloyed unto me. Can you do that? Yes, then okay, come forward. You are my person. Aspiring to live in a solitary place. Detachment from the general mass of people, which means not having their association. We cannot avoid living with a mass of the people in this age because everywhere we have big cities and metro cities. Millions and millions of people are there. But amid them, we do not flow with their current. We always go anti-current for the, of those people who have no uh, love for God or who do not practice devotional service. Accepting the importance of self-realization and philosophical source for the absolute truth. Those people are who are doing resource work, trying to find something material in this world, trying to find some cause and something like that in society, poverty, this and that. Such kind of research work is not helping them to find God. If everyone is thinking God is very mysterious, uh, what is that mysteriousness? So let us do in that way research to find this absolute truth. And Prabhupada has said, that our previous Acharyas has done enough research and find out the conclusion of their research. And for us, even we do not have to go through all this research because the research has been already established. Krishna Astu Bhagavan Soyam. The great uh, sages has already declared that the end of all the researches is Krishna is the ultimate source. aham I am supposed to be known by studying all the Vedas. So, we have no extra time to spend in researching because we have already got the conclusion. If you do not uh, trust the conclusion and then you still try and then find out. All this I declare to be knowledge and besides the whatever there may be is ignorance. So Krishna is very, very clear here and he has defined knowledge and uh, even though he is the Supreme Lord, he is suggesting everyone that everyone must come to me through my representative guru, spiritual master, Acharya. Acharya Upasanam. Upasana means Namas Puja, worshipping. How do we worship the spiritual master Acharya? 
we worship them by listening, by following their instruction, what they say. And their instruction is none different from Krishna's instruction. There is no at all gap. There is no at all contradiction between Krishna's instruction and spiritual master's instruction. That is why spiritual master is worshipped like God. Because he has no other personal agenda than what Krishna has his agendas. Srila Prabhupada was teaching the secret signs of spiritual life to his disciples. And we are very fortunate to join this movement and develop that same bhav in our heart. And then develop Krishna consciousness and live a peaceful life, happy life, Krishna conscious life. Clear and straight life. And we are offering every morning now during this Kartika month, we are offering our love to God in the form of a light every morning and praying prayers. Krishna likes that. He has given us so much opportunities to realize that we belong to Him. Without Him, we become a fish out of water. This is how the whole world is happening now. If you see in a society, if we see in a politics, if we see in international communities, if we see in broad concept of people's living, everyone is suffering so much because of being ignorant, because of not having good knowledge. And Sila Prabhupada is providing everyone to take part in this event of deep dawn every evening, morning in different parts of the world and dispel the ignorance that they have in their heart and then uncover all those layers of ignorance and then just realize they are the self, part and parcel of God, Krishna. And when we offer lamp, Am Agyanajam Tamaha, Evam Tesam Evanu Kampartham, Aham Agyanajam Tamaha, Nasayamya Atma Bhavastu Gyanadipena Bhaswata, Aham Tesam Evanu Kampartham, by my mercy, those who approach me, those who come to me, uh, they do not need to be very enlightened, very uh, educated, very knowledgeable person to come to me before. But whatever ignorance they have, by my mercy, I will destroy with the light of knowledge. Gyana Deepena. Deepa means light. Gyana means knowledge. The light of knowledge Krishna is giving to us by His mercy and then destroy all this ignorance that we have. That is why Krishna says that if one comes to the devotional uh, practice level, no matter at what stage he comes, whether in a beginning stage, a neophyte stage, in a kanistha stage, in a madhyama stage or in a uttama stage, means 
a student may have the level of knowledge. Somebody may be knowing a little more. Somebody has not even started. Somebody may have little more ideas. But if they come to me, which means they have gone through all the Vedas in their previous lives, they have studied Vedas, and they have finally come to the conclusion. Uh, that I am the Supreme Lord. They have come to the conclusion. No matter what stage we are in the beginning, but Krishna will embrace from there and take us forward. Bahunam Janmanam Anti. See, this is the very clearly Krishna has stated in Bhagavad Gita. At the end of many, many lifetimes, Bahunam Janmanam Anti. Gyanavanamam Prapadyanti. One who come to me, who approach me, one cannot just come to me straight if he has not gone through so much in his life. One has spent many, many lifetimes in this world. Gyanabhanamam prapadyanti Bahunam janmanam ante Gyanabhanamam prapadyanti Basudevam sarvam iti and he come to the conclusion after going through so many lifetimes that Vasudeva, the Lord, Sri Krishna is the ultimate source, ultimate personality. Nothing exists beyond him. When he comes to this conclusion and approach me after many, many lifetimes, yes, he is very rare. So Mahatma, Krishna has said the word, used his particular very nice word, adjective, Mahatma. Atma is a soul. Mahan Atma is a great soul. Why he is a very great soul? Because he is now realized that he has figured out the absolute truth. He is not no more bewildered in this world. And he come to the conclusion that Samahatma Basudevam Sarvamiti, Lord Basudeva is all in all Samahatma Sudurlava. Such devotees, such are great souls are very rare. So according to that Prabhu Krishna's definition, who is Mahatma, you all are great Mahatmas because you have dedicated your, we all have dedicated our false material comfort at some point, at some still, stage, at some scale, and try to surrender to Krishna. And we are satisfied whatever comes on its own accord. That's Krishna has spoken in Bhagavad Gita chapter 4. If we, the devotee, a person who satisfies with what comes on its own accord and he performs his activities in this material world and engages himself in devotional service, even though he is working in this world, he will not be badnami uh, means he will not entangle from this. He is not hankering unnecessarily. He is not lamenting for unnecessary things. And just be satisfied whatever comes. Satisfaction is main thing. 
Krishna is appreciating those people and then giving them, entitle them that, that they are the Mahatmas. And we have another opportunity every year that comes. Not only Kartika Mass, we have throughout the year, always, sometime some festival comes, sometime we have appearance of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, sometime Krishna, sometime Balaram, sometime Radharani, sometime this Pradha, sometime Bhishma Panchaka, sometime Ekadasi, sometime this, that. Every day has a ample of opportunity to practice and to develop that Krishna consciousness and then remain always untouched by three modes of material nature, even though it is very hard. Krishna was asking in the beginning of chapter 14, I think he's asking, okay, you explain about all these modes of material nature, but how do I know that someone is completely free from these modes? How do I know that? And Krishna's answer, you want to see? I am not sure if it is in chapter 14, maybe yes. Very interesting, very beautiful conversation here. Uh, I am lost here, so I was not able to... We were just reading in the morning Bhagavad Gita slokas. Arjuna was asking, Okay, you say that one has to be free from three modes of material nature, but how do I know that one is free? And Krishna is explaining very beautifully about how one can be recognized as like he's free from three modes of material nature. It's very difficult to be free from three modes of material nature, but when we are free, and Krishna says that uh, those people can be recognized by certain symptoms, certain signs that they have developed. And you can immediately say they are the Mahatmas. Mahatmas. And we are in the process of that uh, great journey to be free from the bondage of three modes of material nature and engage ourselves completely absorbed in Krishna consciousness. And believe me, nothing can affect us after that. Heat or cold, respect or disrespect, honor or humiliation. No. So, but Maya is trying to shoot arrow to you all the time. Maya is Krishna's employee. Very first-class, high-paid employee. She got a very high payment. That's why she's doing her job with satisfaction. She never complained, raise my job money or something like that. And she's very expert. That is why Krishna chose her. <laughs> Anytime she can get hook of us, and then she can be success in her job. Even though Krishna employs her, but Krishna does not become happy when she caught, catch somebody. See the position of Krishna, how difficult it is for me. So we have to be really in a safe side, safe landing, safe position to save ourselves and save others. 
in this world. And at the same time, become always blissful, happy, and then like that. Hare Krishna. Any question, any comment, any concern, any thought, or anything else? Sharing your ideas. Can you please explain three modes of material nature? Three modes of material nature are very difficult to explain, my dear Prabhu, but in general, there we have three modes, like mode of goodness, Sattva-guna, mode of passion, Raja-guna, mode of ignorance, Tama-guna. And these gunas are also mixing each other sometimes, and sometimes you become little bit Sattva-guna, more Tama-guna, more little bit Raja-guna. And again, sometimes you become more Raja-guna, and then you have little tamaguna and little also sattaguna. So these modes are mixing each other. And Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says in the chapter 15, Urdha mula madasakham asvatham prahura bayam chanam yasya paranani yastam veda savedavit. He has explained about the modes, how it works in this world. That this, there is an imperishable banyan tree which has its root upward. What is that meaning? Why that tree has root upwards? One day I was waiting in my work, some call. Then I was, always I have a Bhagavad Gita and I open the book. If I have, I am free. And I had never understood that verse before. Now I realize that, that the root is upward means because the spiritual world is up and Krishna is up and he is the source of the root. He is the source of this material world. So that is why that tree is rooting upward and because it has to nourish from Krishna. And this material world is a part of the spiritual world and Krishna's creation in order to train the um, misled living being. So material, these three modes of material nature, they are binding us. Let me go there and then see. Chapter 15. The Supreme Personality of God said, It is said that there is an imperishable banyan tree that has its root upward and its branches down and whose leaves are the Vedic hymns and one who knows this tree is knower of the Vedas. This tree has leaves, branches. They are these Vedic Vedas, different scriptures. They are here to educate us and this the source of all these Vedas all these Sannamsi Asya Paranani Sannams means these Vedas all these things they're coming from the spiritual world from the from Krishna that is why the root is nourished from up Krishna is there and here it is another verse Adaschor Dham Prasita Tasya Sakha Guna Prabhidda Visaya Prabhala Adascha Mulanya Anusantatani Karmanu Bandini Manusya Loke here is very important thing. The branches of this tree extend downwards and upward, nourished by the three modes of material nature. The twigs are the object of the senses. This tree also has roots going down and these are bound to the primitive actions of human society. So Krishna created this world for living beings to enjoy that the way they want. So he created all these senses, all these uh, modes of nature, all these, uh, these, at the same time he is also providing all these Vedas and other 
knowledge at the same time. So once the, the root of that uh, desire to enjoy, they go down and up everywhere, they can become very strong hold in this world and then they can completely bind us in this world. We cannot be free easily. We, if we do not awake the dormant love of God by the process of chanting Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I was hearing one statement, sometimes humiliation is hidden form of mercy from Krishna. That humiliation can be in your family, in your society, in your community, in anywhere. Like Dhruva Maharaj was humiliated one time and he got Krishna immediately. What was the humiliation? His stepmother was stopping him to enjoy his father's lap. And the, because of one humiliation, he just gave up everything and he was like, became a Dhruva Maharaj. So do not uh, become affected by such kind of things that happens in devotee's life. That is Krishna's hidden mercy in our life. We may not see immediately, but it will bring ultimate result. Yes, Prabhupada. Earlier you were discussing that um, if we're approaching Krishna or wanting to go back to Krishna, sometimes they'll set up these different tests. And, you know, sometimes they come in the ways of humiliation or this and that. But um, for people who don't have uh, an advanced sense of spiritual knowledge, they, they don't understand. They think that that's some sort of give-and-take relationship. That, like, why is Krishna or God going to put me through so many tests? But when we fall into the material ocean, we come into this delusion or this illusion that we own this thing or this is our property or that we're enjoying and we're doing all of this stuff. So are those tests more or less just to rectify and get us back to the constitutional position, understanding that we're not the supreme enjoyer, we're not owning anything? That is why the beginning uh, devotees should be very exemplary to show that best example to the newcomers so that they will not feel that in the beginning stage. But when they go on practicing and then every time they take Krishna's name, the purification takes place in their heart and they realize more and more and then at some point they understand that this is Krishna's mercy. But in the beginning, we should not think that, okay, he is coming here, Krishna has to test, so let me chastise him, let me uh, do all kind of thing to him. No, we do not think, say do like that. We become very careful and respectful and uh, exemplary and whatnot to attract them. But in due course of time, we cannot become Krishna conscious by one day we come into the temple because we have so much anarthas in our heart that has to be cleansed. But how? By, help, by the help of devotees. Sometimes that cleansing can be pleasant cleansing, sometimes unpleasant cleansing. But yeah, that person will realize because Krishna is inside him and he is acting to purify him. If someone has more explanation, please share. Any question or comment? Hare Krishna, Grantarasimha Bhagavatam ki jai, Sila Prabhupada ki jai, Sri Bhagavan Damodar ki jai, Gauru Premanande.